some point. Episode 10. Episode 10. Paying attention with it. Everybody ready? Your characters yes. with the sauce. The Ark is not ready. I don't understand. I am rock just about ready. She's Googling Hitomi Tanaka too. <laughs> She's getting her downloaded <laughs> photos. Getting her point history ready for later. Yeah, research. I am. I'm just going to slip this right. <laughs> <laughs> and vibrate on. <laughs> Everybody, please text me. <laughs> have, you, have you seen that meme? My favorite thing to do is text my mother out. help and shove myself on a knife. The shit we come up with as soon as we press record. <laughs> right before <laughs> download a vibrate. Um, I saw that. <laughs> Goblin House Studios. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 10 of our Tabletop Podcast. I'm Matt, and I play Shrimp Stomp. I'm Spook Jam, and I play Galliot Delerig. I'm Jojo, and I play Ninx. I'm Bianca, and I play Leilathia. Hey, everyone, I'm Cody, and I play Thornton Stronghollow. And I'm Adam. I'm our Game Master. Well, when we last left off, we had just left a Ruka gem shop where... Nix was able to buy two special stones. However, a stone ancestor of the shop owner suggested that maybe this ought to be given to her for some greater purpose. Now, earlier in that day, <coughs> the group got ambushed in a street. It seems that someone had put a bounty out on four of them, and these people were trying to collect. But the party heroically beat them into submission and uh, went on their way. Then I heroically uh, uh, beat them further. <laughs> Continued to be <laughs> the defenseless men. Now you're headed to a location to meet someone who should be able to lead you to a wizard named Zen Erike. Now if you can follow that merchant's instructions, you find a, uh, a big corral where they sell goats. And there's a, a shepherd out there taking care of the goats. And he uh, lifts his head and, and sees you as you approach his uh, place. I walk up and I go, <gasps> goats! And I start petting one of the goats. They Several of them come over to you to see if you have anything to eat. <laughs> they try to start eating me. <laughs> they nibble and just immediately begin devouring. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no! 
They instantly run away before Shrimpstomp even gets there. They smell it. They disperse. I'm just like slowly trying to walk towards him, trying to pet him. Come here! And his, it's this part right here. Instant from the as soon as he lifts his arms, they run away. Oh. And I go up to the shepherd. Excuse me, sir. Yes. Do you want to buy a goat? No. That's tempting. And what do you want? I'm looking for a wizard. I don't know a wizard. Yes, you do. I... <laughs> Damn, okay. Who, who, what, are you, what are you doing here? Who sent you? A merchant. Who gave me this? He takes it out of your hand. You took my storm! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you still gave him the piece of paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Mind now. Do something about it. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> runs away. I forgot I had the paper. Uh, or immediately, I've been wanting to kill him. Thinks his villain arc starts. <laughs> Instant allies towards Nynx. We will do anything for this mushroom. <laughs> Murder! <laughs> Gallop, the country. <laughs> 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 he takes the little piece of paper. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Okay. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Is this Matthew Mahogany? <laughs> Hold on. He goes into the back and in their language yells something. And a, a very small halfling youngster comes out. Take them to Zin. Go, go, go. He swats the little creature on the butt. <laughs> and he, uh, this way, ma'am. Thank you. And how I, I walk up to the guy. Thank you. Me. Okay. And I stop. At the trough, and I touch it, and mushrooms sprout around. Our goats are like awesome. <laughs> Start eating. These poor goats are going to be so high. Now they're little bit another. It's toadstool. <laughs> All the goats drop it. <laughs> the kid uh, leads you down an alleyway. It's basically filled with these dark colored curtains. You have to push aside. And, uh, you know, these alleys and these Ruka places, they're, if someone wanted to stab you, they could just hang out in any number of places and you wouldn't see them until it was too late. You don't know if that's why or not. But you follow him down an alley, down a winding street, all of it very dark, um, with the scaffolding above you, blocking out the light. Until you're not even sure where you are, really. There's a wooden door, and he knocks on it several times in a real specific succession. And he steps back. The door opens, and a a halfling woman sticks her head out. She's got tattoos on her face and just this wild tangle of braids covered in beads. They exchange, you know, a couple words in their language. And the kid waves at you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. The halfling lady uh, opens the door further. Come in if you want to see Zin. Come in. I follow. Yeah. Yep. I, and I remind everybody. 
This is... Don't you tell me to be on my best behavior. <laughs> just slowly cover I tell him that, just walk in. that we need to be reverent and oh. humble. Well, of course, this is going to get rid of them. Find your happy place, Thoradin. We will go back to the inn and murder them all. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, your <yes>, happiness. <laughs> Um, you step in, the, the room has a pretty low roof for those of you who are tall, which is only Galliot and Leilathia. <laughs> um, creaky wooden floorboards takes you into the next room and it's, there's a glow from a lantern and, uh, <clears throat> sitting there on a, on a short stool in front of a, a bench with a game board on it, um, there's a very old man in a dark green robes, a turban, these dark colored spectacles so you can't see his eyes, and a long, wispy white beard. His uh, green robes look like they were once very nice, but they've since become threadbare and almost ragged in places. He has real gnarled old hands resting on his knees. And he just lifts his head up a little bit. And that woman uh, comes up to him, stands on her tippy toes. Zin, these people have come to see you. They have been sent by the temple of Vasilia. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rumina. He adjusts his spectacles. Quite a few of you. I am Zin Arakei. Hi, Zin. Hello. I'm Nix. It is good to meet you, Nix. Good to meet you. Who are your companions? These are my... Tri- As if there are any other kind. <laughs> we... We... Happened upon each other and... Well, that one stole me first. He kidnapped me, but anyways. He leans forward and looks over <laughs> the edge of his spectacles. Hi! <laughs> but, um... In our travels, when we first met, we came across this enchantress. Mm, and we reminds were, me of my first wife. <laughs> it might have been. No. Impossible. But anyways, um, she had this collar on her with weird symbols and we tried to save her and the one that tried to, the one that kidnapped me, he actually pulled it off of her. And when he did, it broke into pieces and marked all of us with its markings. That sounds like a catastrophe. Yes. The enchantress ended up passing. And um, we are trying to now find out how to get rid of our affliction. You've come to seek help from an old man who needs help himself. <laughs> we we went to the temple and they couldn't help us and we were pointed to... Please, show me these marks, if you would. Thor just like steps forward, <laughs> throws off his armor. <laughs> I need to make another mark. Yep, add a tell. It's four. And uh, so you can edit this out. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, pulls out his mace and uh, says, "The dawn says hello." Okay, Thorden shows his mark. I show mine. Galliot pulls up his sleeve. I pull my shirt to the side and show my neck. My skirt up a wee bit. Just a bit. Just, Just a bit. Just a teasy bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, in, in the Enchantress, she had this marking. And I show him a piece of paper. What became of the color itself, the magic color you took off? We each have a piece, except for the guards that took the Enchantress. They have her piece somewhere. All right. He moves all the game pieces off of the table and the, the game board in front of them. But He's I do have the guard's name. As useful as that would be first. Place them all here. Let I, me look at them together. Shrimpstomp rifles through his bag and pulls out his piece. I pull Thorne out my piece. Well. Um, you also have Lothia's Yes, piece. and I grab Lothia's. He pushes them around on the board, arranges them a little... Arranges them in a different way. Wow. I made a copy of her piece. What a conundrum. This sort of thing has not been seen in millennia. At least centuries. You know what it is. My first instinct as to what it is. It's too crazy to be true. Good. How this enchantress... You found her with this collar on. How, how did she... Who put the collar on? We don't know. There was... Guys... Dead men. They had... It was like a leash with a collar. It was choking her. I think that's what we heard first. I think it might have been trying to siphon... What leads you to believe that? That's important. Because she was frail and gray. Okay. Like the light, the life in her eyes, like a wizard would have, was not. You break the collar. Somehow each of these symbols is branded onto your person. This is a powerful art. If it is what I think it is, the, everyone is in over their head. Your your friend at the other temple? <coughs> has, Vigo. Yes. He has um her skin with her brand on it. Her skin? Yes. Hey, they carved it off! Quite disgusting. Like potato peel. <laughs> reflexively flinches. The sound effect was like Lothia says. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Who peels their potatoes? <laughs> the dirt's the best part, bro. Indeed! <laughs> Gruesome. Likely pointless. These symbols here, they are solemnity of my people. They are not words. These are very powerful. Very ancient glyphs. Magical glyphs. Things that are not used in these. What this might be, I'll just say. In ancient time, in my homeland, slavery was a thing that would happen frequently. This was before the coming of Ludrus, the god or goddess, those who free slaves, the two-headed warrior that opposes this with great intensity. 
It was the efforts of this deity that ended slavery in Solemna, but not before a war. The war was terrible. A lot of magic was used, but the point is, do you know what a genie is? Sometimes called a djinn. Yes. Oui. Very powerful, <coughs> magical creatures. Those two opposed Ludris discovered ways to enslave them, to serve them in the battle. From the sound of it, this color being put on a person, was it a human or an elf or a halfling or a gnome? The enchantress? Uh, she was a, she was a human. A human. This is overkill of great proportion. If that is what this is, it was never meant to be put upon a person. I'm not surprised that she died. And I'm not surprised that even these remaining fragments did what they did to you. Because it was likely meant for a much more powerful being. So what did they do to us? This may be a new phenomenon that Hasn't been seen, especially in our lifetime. Uh, each of the marks that you have, these symbols, these glyphs, they, they can't be translated. They aren't words. They, they represent a moment in time that was somehow harnessed, trapped in this symbol so that its power could forevermore be used if needed. Put these powerful things together and you have the ability to control, uh, confine, to force the loyalty of something as powerful as it. Anyone who truly knows anything about this has been dead for generations. This is a big problem. Undoing the magic, that would certainly be a task. It is well that you have these objects. It gives us something physical with some effort. We may be able to glean some more information out of them through sorcery. A bit of a problem, though. That spell it uses, it breaks down and consumes the energy of a pearl. This is just how the spell works. I am destitute. I did not have these pearls. You'll need to find some. And on top of that, as I said, my situation is dire. I, I would need something in return for my help. Surely you understand. I mean, if you're more than willing to help us, we can. I am willing, but without the pearls I can do nothing. And it may be necessary, though I do not know, to acquire the fragment of this collar that you do not currently. Time will tell. I do not know. If we can decipher what each symbol truly means, it may at least put us on a path to one by one removing these marks. That's theory. I do not know. the one that she... The, he picks up one of the collar fragments. The amount of magic that has been bound to this tiny object is incredible. The sigil, that's only part of the equation. It's when bound to this in whatever way it was that gives it its strength. But as the enchantress is dead, maybe, maybe that's not a problem. Maybe we only need to deal with each one, one by one. As I said, without further information, this is all just theory and guessing. <clears throat> I go, um, can, and I pull out this, this stone that I got from the shopkeeper earlier. Will this help in any way? Oh, this is valuable. 
Uh, it won't help me, but the pearls are what we need. And I say, and what about, and I elbow Thornton. What? Your rock. Your pebble. Oh, yes. Just reaches into like this the random sack that he threw, put it in. You're uh, a pebble. You're fortunate to have these. These are bound to this is how, t- how timely and, and coincident it is. The same idea that created these color fragments, binding this magic to this object. The same ideas with this. More ancient, though. He hands them back to each of you. I'll take them. <coughs> hmm? I said, I take mine. I'm <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> the same, the magic that the giants use to forge our world. From a rough jump, from a rough stone into a finely cut gem, that same magic bound into symbols, runes, that is bound into each of those stones. Yours is the power of sun. Yours represents thunder. <coughs> the idea of thunder. Hold on to these things. As Thornton's coughing up blood. Yeah, Thornton's like coughing up blood. Excuse me. I wish I had more. So we need to go find... The pearls, yes. The pearls. And Thornton, you get to unleash your power on that uh, soldier that you wanted to... Soldier? Brigham. You you wanted to kill Brigham, too? I don't remember this, but... No, he was the one that... One of the... Yeah. He's he's the one that uh, they gave y'all... The the green light to enter the town. Mm-hmm. And you at first you wanted to think you wanted to not kill him, but you wanted he said something to you. I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> oh, uh, you might mean the one of the guards was yeah. a little punk snot. Yeah, and Brigham yeah. was a decent guy. Yeah. He was respectful. So what you're what you're telling us is that we're going to have to find a pearl. I assume of a. Of a uh, significant size and value. Five, five pearls. One for five pearls. And uh, how um, big of a pearl? Five or six, because there's six fragments together. <coughs> uh, if you get the sixth fragment, fragment. <laughs> <laughs> if you get the sixth fragment, I could do something to that, but without it in hand, I, in, in this regard, I can't do anything. He writes down on a small piece of paper. The pearl must be nice. These are instructions that a jeweler would understand for the quality of the pearl. I take it. I would uh, guess these things would would cost uh, a bit of gold between 80 and 120 pieces. It's somewhat far more than I have. The Thornton, uh... He just walks up to Nix and like kind of snatches the paper away from her and looks at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, whatever industry terms would, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure what pearls, these carrots or whatever, to um, kind of imply a level of quality. As, as you know, the requires a hundred gold value pearl. Per pearl. For the identifies pearl. See, look, looks at it. So, let me get this straight. We have to drop 500 gold. Mm, maybe not. 
500 gold for some pearls. Maybe not. Then we have to sneak into a guard's home or office or wherever to snatch back a little piece of a... Well, I am not condoning that or saying that. Or for a maybe. That part is absolutely true. It's more than what we've gotten from any other place that we went to go check to get answers from. Let me reframe the scenario for you. Let me reframe your dire situation for you. You are the unfortunate recipient of a dreadful curse from a cursed evil artifact that was used to humble and enslave a creature of near godlike power. I don't even know how you or this enchantress survive touching that thing, much less be in the condition you are. We all looked at Stop. <laughs> um. Do you see the gravity of this? I, I can see the gravity of the situation we are in. Could, could, could Myra be a factor? Sure, what do you mean specifically? That one. Hello. Hello. Um, well, Myra's kind of like mm. my goddess. And, um, I prayed to her before I pulled the collar off. As one might do. Maybe her power kept you alive. Yeah, because nothing really happened when I grabbed it. It was only when it broke. She didn't die right away, you said. No, we carried her for a while. Well, let's hope you continue to survive for a while. Marked as you have been. These are going to kill us? Nobody knows. Like I said, anyone who knows any more about these objects or how they were made or anything like that has been dead for generations. I may even be wrong about what it is, but it's the first thing that came to my mind. Alas, guess, as Master Thoridin says, supposition on my part would be this. Whoever put this on a human probably does not understand what this object really is. In other words, a pointless misuse of it. Someone who doesn't understand the value of what this truly is or the history of it. Which leads me to suppose that they just came upon it, maybe recently. Which leads me to one other idea. I don't know how long you have been in Ramos, but we have a bit of a caretaker in the form of the sea god, Neocles. For reasons known only to him, he occasionally dredges shipwrecks up from the deep and leaves them on the beach. We don't know why. Perhaps he's bringing them back to us as if we have lost them, which we have a month ago. No less than four of these shipwrecks appeared on the beach one day. I heard they were very old. Perhaps they are so old that they were laden with other solemnly treasures from that time period so long ago. These ships could contain anything, so looters usually tear them apart. Who knows what else is spread over the city or other dangerous objects. Maybe the ancients used some sort of device to neutralize these or control them. Maybe there's other things up. I imagine that shipwreck is completely picked clean, but you could look at it. At the very least, if you could... 
deduce more of the time period or anything else. It, it could be pieces of the puzzle I could use to research this further. Oh, we need to get... <clears throat> so we need to get five to six pearls, the piece, and go scavenge the shipwreck. Could we find some of the pearls at the ship? Possibly. It's very unlikely. Calm down. Very unlikely. Negative. Negative. <laughs> I know all my Man. voice is like fluctuating the way it is. <laughs> You're angry and so you can't find a good solution. Calm down. It's a very nice elf name. <laughs> if I was to advise you further, I would wait until you break into anyone's home to get the sixth piece. You have enough problems right now. That would be my advice if I were, you know, being a fatherly type, telling you what would be wise. He shrugs. You're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything else? I cannot think of anything else. If you find the pearls, I can definitely tell you more. Alrighty. Well, and I dig and I make him something out of the twigs and petals and things that I have. And I hand him and say, thank you. He takes it and looks at it. How curious. It's my... I will treasure it. I will treasure it. Good luck in finding the money that you need. Thoric's just gonna shake his head just <laughs> march out the door. Oh, I'm sorry. He's gonna first put his armor back on. Don't <laughs> uh, leave that. <laughs> Otherwise I'll have a nice, n- nice big two for AC. Um, when you... Exit the room to leave into the next room, which has the door to leave. Um, that halfling woman is still there. Um, this time with her husband standing next to her, and they're whispering to each other. And uh, as you leave, the male halfling kind of follows you out the door. And hey, hey, I heard you need to earn a lot of money, sir. We don't do that. <laughs> we don't do we might. <laughs> you really need some money I mean we don't know yes, what sir. they're asking for I owe someone a favor that needs some help and has money to spare you might you might talk to him his name is Bergerac 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 he's at an inn called the Desert Cloud uh-huh. Where's the desert cloud? He he gives you some instructions. It's it's not too far away and still in the Ruka Enclave. Tell him that Alto sent you. Alto? Alto. Alto. A L T O. Got it. Yes, then I will be uh favor repaid. I hope. Thank you, sir. And I dig and I give him another. Oh, how nice. I will add it to my collection. <laughs> <laughs> As you're handing it over, Leilaki just eats it. <laughs> are there any more of the little statues right around where we are? There, I'm not, I'm not going to say they're everywhere, but there's... They're spread out all over the enclave. There's there's lots of them. I mean, right where we're at right now, is there one? I'm not right at this area. Okay. Good luck finding your goal. 
Or he's just mad. <laughs> I shouldn't have to pay. <laughs> okay, the halfling goes back into the hovel, the impoverished hovel, and leaves you to your own devices. So, I guess we're going to this inn. We need to anyways, because Thornton needs to rest. Don't tell me what I have to do. I, I, I didn't say he's going to do much resting when we actually get there. He's too angry. No, no, the one here in this area. Oh, oh. Yeah, we're not going to the bad one yet. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, yes, we are. No, 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 no vengeance yet. We must rest and heal. I suppose. It is probably getting towards evening. I will have my. Oh, God. See, yeah, you're no good. Yes, but not right now. We need your fire within right now. But you need to keep it at bay just a bit longer. I came in. I came here to have you buy rocks. Yes. To save us. Calm down. You have your rocks. Have now we, we go saved? back. Have we, we have been information. Saved? Do you want to get rid of Tattoo? <laughs> Do you want to be saved? Saved from what? Death. From Death. this? Yes. Going to kill us. It's so sucking. the wizard says. And he doesn't even know. Do you have a better idea? It yes. could send us to We a... go smash the face of the man who tried to kill us. Tomorrow. He only does show in the morning. Yeah. The wee hours, the, uh, the goon yeah. said... I, and do you, do you know how long of a walk we have to get back there? If we were to go right now and get there, everybody you want to beat up would be drunk and passed out. How much fun would that be? Plus, they'd like sneeze on you and you die. You need to from help. infection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it dies of cringe. <laughs> you need food and healing, and a beer. Yes. Now you do need a beer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go get a beer. We all Fine. we all hug him. We all just go in for a big We have a kumbaya moment. Yep. So <laughs> instantly, instantly, we all shoot up into the sky. All of the pieces are connected. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We finally did it. <laughs> the power of love. It we activate, reactivate the necklace. Us all. <laughs> no, we the power of love and it all goes we away. Shocked by lightning in midair. No, no. See what happens is uh, everyone goes to like group hug Thornton, and Thornton just uh, uh, dies of cringe and uh, close close uh, close proximity to a shrimp stump. <laughs> I bet since he's so angry, y'all actually end up angry as well, just from proximity to him. That's how angry he is. Secondhand <laughs> angry. As soon as Lilathia lets go, she's like, Ugh, and smokes some more sky thistle. I bet she does. <laughs> A lot. That's what she tends to do. Yep. Gotta, gotta get the mellow back in. Yep. You mean you weren't smoking sky thistle when you were doing that? Doing what? <laughs> <laughs> I right. need two hands for Skype Thistle. We need two hands for hugs. Thornton. <laughs> Let's go to this inn. It takes you away to find your 
It takes you a while to find your way out of this alley maze that you were led down. Um, but you do. You find a landmark. You're eventually able to find the desert cloud. It'll be okay. You head inside. All the tables are very short. Meant for halflings. I go and hug a table. <laughs> hug a table. Yeah, so uncomfortable. Lizafia so sits down and her like knees are just... Spread, spread open really <laughs> wide. No, they're just up. They're just up in her yeah. chest. Oh, because yeah. it's, it's so short. It's short. Just on display for Thor then, apparently. <laughs> knees on display. That's right. Knees on display. <laughs> he, you know, he's sitting at a table. He's also pretty uncomfortable because, you know, while he is a short man. Small chairs. Yeah, the, the, these are like, these people are way smaller than he is. I think Galliot just kind of moves the ta- the chair over and sits down on the floor, and he's still cramped. <laughs> that would work. That would work. Lilothea takes his idea and just sits down on the floor, crisscross applesauce. Nice. <laughs> what happened? I almost fell forward trying to. <laughs> For one proper. Dwarven bar. <laughs> Towering over the short bar is a, a human in in uh, I thought you were laughing. <laughs> Freak. <laughs> is a, a human wearing a red coat with his sleeves rolled up and he's cleaning glasses and bending over to put them under the bar. As you come in. Yeah. Welcome, oversized guest. <laughs> Here to slake your thirst. Yes. And, and hunger. Food. And we're also looking for Alto. Alto sent you yeah, to look for I meant not Alto. Oh. Sorry. For. A, I can't remember name's name. Bergerac. Yeah. Bergerac. We're, we're, we're looking for Bergerac. Bergerac. Oh, I know him. He doesn't usually show up for another hour or two. I bet he'll be here. What kind of drinks could I get you in the meantime? Someone ale. The stout dwarven ale, I, I imagine. It better be. <laughs> a goblin. Hello. You don't see your kind every day. No, no, we tend to hide in the caves. You got any something that burns? Oh, yes. I need fire. The burn for the goblin. Yes. Red of skin. Flame of heart. No doubt. Mm, sounds tasty. A half orc. Hello. I bet your parentage was most interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they can't hear shrugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, Galliot's been silent this entire time. So, the first thing he said is hello. He's, honestly, Galliot's in shock. So, he's trying to process everything. After being assaulted violently? Or just the, in general, the... Just in everything since they assaulted. arrived on land. Yeah, everything since he got here has been fucked. And I think it's, it's just now hitting him. So... Take me back to the ocean! <laughs> yeah. He's like, just... What kind of alcohol do you have? Judging from your tone, you could use something that would lift your spirits. Give me anything, honestly. Oh, any- Hello. 
Hello. What would you like, young master? Spring water with a wink. <laughs> gives you a wink back. Spring water it is. An elven lass. I think I'll have an ale as well. What a beautiful elven lass. Oh, and some water for my fox, please. He leans way over to see it. A fine animal for a fine lady. All right. Coming right up. After he leaves, um, Thornton's going to look at a galleon. It's like, a word of advice. When you're in a place like this, never tell them to give you whatever. Mistake already made. <laughs> he's yes. going to he's going to give you top shelf stuff. Mm. And uh and charge you for it. Yes. Yeah. He's going to sell he's going to charge you top shelf prices. And sorry if I hit someone's foot. <laughs> I kicked Lila face fox. <laughs> Well, you've ordered your drinks in the desert cloud. You're waiting on someone named Bergerac to arrive. We're going to have to find out. We'll find out next time on episode 11. Thank you for listening. We, we see that uh, slowly but surely we've steadily been gaining some listeners. And we absolutely appreciate that. We hope that you've enjoyed it. And even more so, hope that you enjoy it further as we go along. Yes, and if you would, wouldn't mind rating and reviewing on whatever platform you're listening to us on, that helps us out a lot. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye.